Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. On today's episode of Down the Wire, we're back to recording on Mondays now, so we shouldn't be missing any big-time news. We're talking our biggest jumps, our biggest slumps of the 2021 NFL season, our best and worst stories, of course. And to finish it off, we're testing each other on our nickname knowledge. And it all happens today on Down the Wire. Okay, episode five of Down the Wire, and we are back to recording on Mondays now. We missed one week, and quite possibly the biggest free agent signing of the year just happened to be on the day we usually record. If you want to call it that, sure. Yeah, well, J.J. Watt. Biggest free agent signing of the year. Name value-wise, who's a bigger name value? Uh, He's a three-time defensive MVP. Okay, fine. Yeah, biggest name value. Blake Griffin. No, oh my God. We'll get into Blake Griffin because how ridiculous was that? We'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. J.J. Watt first. Well, J.J. Watt, you're the one who just switched it up. You're the one who literally just did that. Well, in a joking and humorous fashion. Well, I didn't laugh. You were thinking it. <laughs> okay, J.J. Watt. Delayed. J.J. Watt to the Arizona Cardinals. We could have talked about it last week. We were obviously a day behind on it. So our first reactions to it, what do you what do you think behind it? Man, you know what? It's probably a good thing that I had a week to think about this because really, J.J. Watt kind of annoyed me. Yeah, with the whole entire thing on Twitter where he was sourcing everything and he's yeah. sour, source me. And this is this is even before like him signing. Like, don't get me wrong, Green Bay Packer fan, one of my teams that I like. I'm more impartial than most people, but like, I would have loved to have seen him sign with the Green Bay Packers. Don't get me wrong, but honestly, I didn't need him to go to the Green Bay Packers. It wasn't a pressing issue. But dude, J.J. Watt was telling everyone that i have these teams and really hinting towards 
you know, the Packers hinting towards the Bills, hinting towards the Titans. And then for him to come out of nowhere and be like, the Arizona Cardinals. Also, like, prioritizing winning and then going to the Arizona Cardinals I mean, after. Yeah. Which, don't get, okay, like, you're, you are 100% right. But the Cardinals aren't a losing team. No, and they're sneaky good. They have a decent defense. They need another weapon, I think, to add on to DeAndre Hopkins. But Well, yeah, because their number two was Fitzgerald, right? Yeah, I mean, an old Larry Fitz. Does, you know? does this mean, though, that they're not bringing back Hassan Reddick? Like it's definitely yeah, it's definitely it's possible. They like with him. cap with their cap, they could franchise tag him too. But yeah, I don't know how they get Hassan Reddick back where he's not signing at least a deal, you know, fifteen million dollars a year somewhere else. It's it seems odd that they would prioritize JJ Watt, especially in the manner to which that he he like he got paid and. Apparently, like, he had, like, three or four other teams that were going to pay more. Yeah, and I don't know why. He's, like, 32, I think, on top of it. You know, a guy who was a stud in his prime, stud. Well, I I mean, I totally understand the idea, and he's great around the community on top of that. Yeah, he is great for the team. that, That is a great get for someone, but honestly... I don't think he's worth what? What is he? Guaranteed I think he's getting fifteen and a half million. 30, Thirty-one or thirty-two million with a guaranteed twenty-three. Yeah, that's too that's much money. Nuts. That's too much money. He he he's a very fun guy, homegrown here in Wisconsin, right? But he he's been so injury prone too. On top of it, that you never know if he's even going to play like seven games for you in a season. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, like I said, he annoyed the hell out of me with this whole saga. I was super done with him, and especially when they were like, "Oh, he updates his Peloton bio." Yeah, like, get the hell. And out well, of and here, after dude. that happened, he decided, "Yeah, I'm gonna end it that day." Because Bye. everyone, yeah, he he wanted that to be. He wanted nothing to do with that. He okay. was done with that. If you had to update something to possibly leak where you could be going, what is the most useless place you could possibly do it? Um, I do have a Coffee Meets Bagel account. <laughs> what? <laughs> really looking, yeah. really right. looking for a right. girl in uh, Cleveland, like, Tennessee, yeah. or Arizona. Right, exactly. <laughs> like no one, no one goes on that. No one else has that. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. We have a Coffee that's Meets Bagel awesome. account. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, so yeah, I think that, that's probably that my is answer. The most MySpace answer. Yeah. I could like there's no and i've gone on it i mean i don't have it anymore i made one right Mm, right. and and when you go it's the most confusing dating app to use that there is (laughs) like it's like i have all these points to spend but i can't spend it on anything probably because no one has the app anymore so it doesn't work at all but yeah that's probably what i would do my coffee meets that's actually a really good answer (laughs) I, i definitely can't top that no not at all all right, and then the other big signing just happened yesterday after clearing waivers, Blake Griffin to the Nets. Who cares? Okay, but still, like, that team didn't need him. They now have five, I believe, first-team All-NBA players in the starting lineup. Okay, first of all. At some point. Dude, Blake Griffin was never deserving of that. Don't even. <laughs> yes. Yes, dude. Blake Griffin is old and busted. Okay, now, yeah, maybe a little bit. He but was he was always. Uh, what? Nah, dog. Blake Griffin. Take, take your broke-ass knees, take your fake Kia, 
and mm. get the hell out of here. When he dunked over the Kia, that was literally he iconic. Dunk. He did not dunk over Over the Kia. front of the hood of the hood of the Kia. The hood of the Kia. I almost totally said the Ikea. I, I don't know why. Oh, but yeah, he's jumping over when he When he got over... When he got over to Detroit, he developed his game a lot, though. No, he did Yeah, he not. did. He could shoot. Oh, my God. He could no, shoot then. Stop it. And in L.A., he didn't need to shoot uh, because he was just catching lobs and yamming down on dudes. I hate this entire idea. I'm right telling now. you right now, the Nets are going to win the NBA championship guaranteed right now. Because of Blake Griffin? Guaranteed. Oh, my God. Guaranteed. No. He will be the... Fifth most used guy on their bench. What? Yep. What? Yep. You don't think he's going to start? No. Why not? Who's he going to start over? They'll put him at the four. Oh, my God. Stop it. Why wouldn't they start him? Stop it. It would be Kyrie, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. Ugh. They're not losing. Ugh. They're not losing. Who's beating them? The Lakers? Already no. don't care. The Clippers? Well, the, no. The Lakers have their own issues, but the Lakers might not be good. This, it's just hard to really determine how good you are in the NBA when there's no fans. Mm, yeah, that's that's. Probably I think I think fair. it really helps, and you know everyone's talking about the Jazz, how dominant they've been all year. You know the Bucks were forty-one and six at a point last year. Yeah. 41 and 6. Yeah, we, we kind of touched this last year. Uh, oh, last week, I my think. my God. They were so much better than the best teams are now, so, even. Oh, and speaking of the Bucks, Giannis has no excuse. Dude went 16 for 16 to start off that uh, All-Star game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, give, me, give me Giannis for second season MVP. Second half MVP. Second half MVP. He better come in. On fire. They gotta make another move or something. They, they, this team is not good. They're going to make a move. I promise you that. You think so? Uh, it's probably gonna be a bench guy, but I think that is something that they need more than anything. So who's moving? Ooh, that's another like, story. Like I mean, they're super big on PJ Tucker right now. Yeah, I heard and that. I heard that. Dude, PJ Tucker would be fire on that bucks off coming off that bucks bench he can play defense too he's he's all right i don't know i think he's a little bit of an overrated asset just a little bit he was playing that small ball center with houston and it just didn't really work out small ball has never really worked out really but i think you know if the bucks make a move for pj tucker i wouldn't be upset about it i just don't want to give up too much for pj tucker they're not going to that's those are second round draft picks yeah so something like that i'd give, give up anything. a second round for him you're not going to give up anything big for pj tucker he's old uh he's on an expiring contract i believe they're, they're fine yeah and we brought up the all-star game Giannis looked great during it here is one way that the new jersey nets or sorry brooklyn nets do not get anywhere in the playoffs. If they decide to do something so stupid as to take Kyrie Irving as their number one pick on their team. Oh, well, they had, he had no choice. Bull. You have Loney. to take your te- you have to take your teammate. Yeah, that's fine. Go James Harden. James Harden was on the bench. He had to take the starters first. Really? Yes. Oh, that's dumb. So that's why he took Kyrie first overall. Dumb. He had to. I hate it. So LeBron got Giannis and Curry and Dame Lillard. Somehow he got all of those guys. Kevin Durant, that should have been Sabonis drafting. I already said this. 
Kevin Durant obviously couldn't even play in the game, so he threw it, and he can't draft a team. Well, and, you know, the 76ers, Barber. Yeah, that was was a tough scene, too. A tough scene for that. Should we get into our best and worst stories of the week? Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know who went first, but I'm going to go first this week. Do it to it. All right. My best story of the week, UMBC Darnell Rogers. He is the shortest scholarship player in Division I history. He is five foot two. He entered the transfer portal today, and I was going to get his name out there to get this guy on a good team. He started off at Florida Gulf Coast, transferred to a junior college, made his way over to UMBC, was on the team that took out number one Virginia. He also started all 20 games for the Retrievers. Weird nickname, but he's a 40% three-point shooter, and last season he even averaged four rebounds a game. Four rebounds. Oh my god. He's five foot two. That's a decent amount that's, of rebounds. That's some Muggsy Bogues stuff yeah. right there. Average four rebounds. Yeah. This past season it was only one point eight. But no, the season I'm before crap. Yeah, the season before, he was averaging four rebounds on number one overall pick. Yeah, I would use it on the line <laughs> as well at this point. We don't even know who anyone can play. But that's my best story. Darnell Rogers, five foot two. Playing D1 basketball. All right. All right. Uh, well, I kind of touched base on my best story, but now it's uh, touched base last week, but now it's gotten even big, better and bigger. The NFL hired their first black on-field official or black woman on-field official. Mm. Yeah. Maya Shaka Chaka uh, has become the very first black woman to join the league's on-field officiating staff and joined Sarah Thomas as the only women to officiate an NFL game. So that's uh, super cool. There's only two women now? Yeah. I thought Sarah had another one. I thought there was another one. There was only Sarah Thomas? No, Sarah Thomas got hired in 2015, and now Maya Shaka. Shaka? Shaka? Dang. I knew she's been there for a while, but I didn't know that she was the only one still. I, I guess I just... Didn't even realize it. Yeah, that is a great story. Yeah, I mean, pretty straightforward. There's nothing too crazy to divulge into that. But, you know, like I said that last week, the NFL has really pushed trying to uh, reach out to minorities, both in race and in gender. So I think that's super cool. There you go. Good for once. We'll give a compliment and a kudos to the NFL right now. Yeah. Uh, my worst story of the week, my worst story is Kevin Garnett trying to buy the Timberwolves. Uh, the Timberwolves just totally saying, screw you. Yeah, I just want to read his Instagram post. So, just got the news that this process in trying to acquire the T-Wolves is over. That was all caps. For me and my group, thanks, Glenn, for being yourself in what I know you to be. That was, I, I feel like there was a better way to write that sentence. Uh, good luck and awe with the best what we built. A hundred. Guess it's time to focus on other places. Hashtag Seattle. Hashtag Vegas. Crazy that some of these special players that help build these fucksin franchises like a home but can't ever own them, only rent them. G-T-F-O-H. Ish is a joke. Fuck some dough. Your loss, keeping mine moving, 
and we're still out here looking. Still going, it's all possible. Chuck up the deuces on that ass. Also incredibly awful is the picture they put of Kevin Garnett next to this post. I don't know. Kevin Garnett's a weird looking dude. They, well, first of all, he's got like a mouthful of popcorn right there. Something like that. Like, look, you can see the bulge in his cheek. At this angle, it also looks like his goatee just doesn't stop. It's a pinstripe. Yeah, it's just like going down like his oh, whole. dude, his goatee goes right to his treasure trail. Right, yeah, it That'd might. Be badass. Ugh. Uh, but that's actually complete BS. I don't understand how Kevin Garnett didn't have some type of in with the Timberwolves team. Uh, I can't even believe that. That was it was a bad story and I thought we knew they were on in on the works on it and when he just released it it was kind of a shocking story. So I thought that made a wor- really good example for one of the worst stories of the week. Uh my worst story also pertains to the NBA. Mm. Also pertains to a team's ownership. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So here's the story. Dealing with the Houston Rockets owner, Tillman Fertitta. Tillman Fertitta. Yep. Fertitta, Fertitta, something like that. Uh, He was talking to Yahoo Sports and uh, was talking about the fan base, the damages that have happened to that fan base and the team's market value. Uh, A big subject to that was the James Harden saga that happened this year Mm -hmm. Fertitta then talks about how James Harden will be a Houston Rocket forever then James Harden will always be a Rocket of course we will for sure retire his number Mm. are you out of your mind James Harden for sure getting his number retired is the most ludicrous statement I've ever heard. You don't think he gets his number retired? No. Why not? For what? Does Yao Ming get his number retired? I think it's already happened. But Yao then Ming James also Harden was... gets his number retired. Man, James Harden gets his number retired hell? if Yao Ming does. Well, at least Yao Ming's got like a branching effect. Right. Yao was big for basketball expanding and getting it to China and whatnot. But yeah, James Harden gets his number retired. But he what, does. What the hell did James Harden ever do except for cause issue? Won an MVP. Really? Like, uh, uh, you, you know that he actually already has his number retired, right? James Harden? Not with the Houston Rockets, though. With the Thunder? No. Is actually his jersey is retired in a strip club. Oh. Because he spent over a million dollars in a single night. In a single night? In a single night, dude. Damn. That man was balling. But that really? Yeah, that'll retire So, like, number. retire him there. Maybe, honestly, the Houston Rockets can retire him for his contributions to the strip club. Yeah, the local business. But outside of that, like, the the Rockets have only retired six numbers altogether in their franchise. Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem Olajuwon, obviously the most like recognized Charles Barkley no 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 uh they also have Calvin Murphy uh Rudy Tom Toman to Tom Jan yeah Tom Janovich yep yep uh he actually won two as a coach as well oh Yao Ming there's another one but like dude Harden was super toxic especially in this past year 
to for sure guarantee him a retirement, I think is ludicrous. Yeah, but he's been there. He was there for a long time. I mean, he was there like the whole decade, pretty much. Yeah, but what else did he do? He scored probably At the most points Yao in the Ming. NBA. Yeah. I mean, he was probably the leading scorer in the NBA. I don't know that in front of me, but I'm going to guess that. He was probably the leading scorer in the NBA. Won an MVP. It's basketball. You know, all the accolades at the end aren't nearly as earned, almost. You know, like the MLB, it's impossible to get into the Hall of Fame. Getting your number retired is, like, super hard. Basketball, they don't care. They don't really care. There's 12 players on a team. Look at his postseason play, though. Jeez. Yeah, he didn't play too great. He didn't play too great. But he's, yeah, he'll get his number retired. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, and he's going to be a Rocket. I think so. I think so. All right, that was Best and Worst Stories of the Week. It was pretty good. Should we get into our biggest meat and potatoes of the story, or jumps and slumps? Jumps and slumps. All right, so just to give you a little in, te- in uh, context right here, uh, we are going to do jumps and slumps of second-year NFL players. Future second-year. So we're talking about 2020's rookie class right. and what we think is going to happen to a few of them in 2021. How many do you have? You have three jumps, three slumps? Yep. Okay, so we have three jumps. We didn't talk to each other, so we might nope. have some repeating. I'm hoping not. But... Three jumps, three slumps for this episode, and we'll see how it goes. Should we start it off? Let's have you start off with one of your jumps. Okay, okay. My number one jump, I, I see your list. You have it as well. Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Dude, Justin Jefferson was a monster last year. 16 games, 7 touchdowns, 88 receptions for 1,400 yards. Holy Yeah, hell. Justin Jefferson, I didn't put him as my number one jump, but I put him as a jump. Because I think he is going to be the number one dude. Because well, I yeah, I think he's was so good last year when I was thinking of this list. Like, how much more can he get better than last year? I'm gonna say he's obviously is still a great wide receiver next year, but as far as like biggest improvement, he was so good last year. Getting to the next year, I mean, he'd have to have so such a crazy season. Yeah. So that's why I didn't put him at my number one jump. I mean, he. He set a whole bunch of rookie records. Almost all of them. And now, especially that Kyle Rudolph isn't in Minnesota, like that only means his target uh, ratio is going to go up, in and my I, opinion. Yeah, and I think that they're realizing that Adam Thielen was a little overrated the last couple of seasons mm-hmm. and was definitely carried by Stephon Diggs. And now that Justin Jefferson can really step into what that role Stephon Diggs was for the Minnesota Vikings for the last few seasons, it really helps him get open and find some targets to him as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Justin Jefferson is going to be a monster. And I, I it also depends on how Kirk Cousins kind of, you know, addresses his offseason going forward because he's such a weird ebb and flow kind of player mm-hmm. to begin with. So... Yeah, you know, maybe it's another time, uh, another year for what's his face to you know really put forth the effort and come through. Yeah, I I like Justin Jefferson a lot. I think he's he's kind of fun to root for, even though he's on the Vikings too. Um, excuse me, double excuse me. Jeez, I had a beer before this podcast, and you'd think I wouldn't stop burping. Um, so one of my guys that I'm gonna put on my jumps though, I'm gonna go with. Antonio Gibson. 
running back for Washington football team okay. this last year. 14 games, and he still got to 800 rushing yards almost. 795 yards, 11 touchdowns. I think they were scared to use him at first, and they wanted to find a way to get him involved. And when he played, man, he was very productive. Not a great receiving back, but I think when he can get the ball in his hands, he can absolutely be an 1,000-yard rusher. And with a team that's got a lot of uncertainty at quarterback this next year they're gonna probably rely a lot on the run game i think he's gonna have a thousand yard season next year i can definitely see that i forget who they're running out uh initially but i i know that you're kind of right is that they had this hesitancy to use gibson right off the bat and you know you kind of saw that a lot you know with like someone like even jonathan taylor too Mm -hmm. right and these running backs are gonna either make or break themselves in that second year. Those are the ones that really get hit the hardest, it seems like, with these uh, jumps and slumps like we're talking about. Yeah, and it is a little concerning that he doesn't really get a lot of receiving action. He doesn't. He can catch the ball a little bit, but he's not doing a lot with the ball after. I don't think that's what his role is going to be. But the main problem, like you said, is quarterback play. I right, mean, and they're not going to be able to throw the ball to him anyway. Good God, so, Taylor Heineke, Alex Smith, Kyle Allen. Well, it's it's looking a lot like Mac Jones if if he's okay. available. Ooh. If he's available there, they're going to take him. I'm promising you that. All right, who is your second jump? My number two happens to be another wide receiver. I'm going with CeeDee Lamb. Mm-hmm. CeeDee Lamb started off pretty hot and then kind of cooled off a little bit 16 games six touchdowns uh one of them being a rushing touchdown on top of that he had over a thousand yards total like a thousand seventeen yeah that's pretty dang impressive man he did all this with a little bit of Dak Prescott sure but mainly Andy Dalton Ben DiNucci and Garrett Gilbert yeah that's wow yeah, we didn't talk about how bad Cowboy quarterbacks were this year. Well, I mean, you know, you can't blame them. They did I guess. go. They were mainly going with a backup dude, and then that backup dude got hurt. So yeah. again, not their fault. Like that's is what it is. Fair enough. Fair but enough. Now, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, he has Dak Prescott back. The franchise tag deadlines tomorrow. Well, they've been like coming together, talking about uh, an extension. So I, I do feel that it's going to be good. That's what the Cowboys need. The Cowboys should absolutely get him locked and down. Because Lamb, Lamb, I think, was very productive. Yeah, them. dude. Yeah. He uh, No wide receiver generated more 15-plus yards from play. So, I mean, like, that's huge, dude. He finds those holes in, the, in coverage and uh, brought in some wild catches on top of that, dude. Wow. I didn't know he was – he brought in the most 15-yard plays. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Um, I'll bring up my last guy. I don't know if you had brought him up in your list. One of the really underrated rookie wide receivers, T. Higgins. Yeah. In Cincinnati. Now, he had rookie Joe Burrow in the beginning of the year, and then Joe Burrow obviously got hurt. I think, can't even remember who that next quarterback is was. Is it Ryan Finley? That sound right? Ew. I think so. I think that's who it is. I don't know where he even played. I think he went to NC State. 
That's totally just you me guessing. You could literally say any Yeah, maybe he went to Akron on top. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Buffalo. Anyway, T. Higgins quietly had a pretty solid season. 67 catches, 908 yards, six touchdowns. I mean, he didn't do too well near the end of the season, like the last game of the year, but they kept giving him his targets. You know, he was getting right around eight, nine targets a game. And like we said, with bad quarterback play on top of it, getting 13 yards after every catch right there, he got targeted a lot. That was a problem that they couldn't really get him the ball. He had a little bit of a drop problem. But I think T. Higgins, he's built for it. He's 6'4", 220. He's definitely a guy that could take a really big jump especially A.J. Green's going to be gone now in Cincinnati, and hopefully they get a healthy Joe Burrow sooner rather than later there too. That's a big question mark in my opinion. I, we all know that Joe Burrow's coming back. He's going to be the guy, you know, in quotation marks, in Cincinnati, but his health is a major concern because he had a gnarly injury. It was gross. It was definitely gross. So I'm done talking about wide receivers. We all had two wide receivers each. That's, you know, more they, or less. A yeah. They Granted, were, we both had Justin Jefferson. But they yes. were also probably the best position at the rookie class this year. I, that's pretty fair. It was I, a very deep class going yeah, dude, into it. it was, and it they was. knew it. And so, this next year, they even got another one. It's a It's a popular position now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, like I said, done with the offense let's talk about the defense you had antonio gibson i'm gonna go with cameron curl cameron curl is the safety for the washington football team Mm -hmm. drafted in the seventh round and finished so strong in the second half of the season that he actually finished as the highest graded safety for the 2020 rookie class Mm. i mean the dude was a stud 16 games Three interceptions, one of them for a touchdown, and 88 uh, yards returned, with the longest being 76 yards, dude. 63 total tackles, four for loss, and five QB hits. Cameron Curl was a monster. Yeah, he's a guy who definitely didn't get as much attention as Jeremy Chin, the other rookie safety got for Carolina, but he, sneaky, had a very good season as well. And especially for, like you said, a seventh-round draft pick, all value all worth it totally. and like you said for antonio gibson this team's gonna rely on their defense yeah that defensive line is going to create so much pressure and all that's going to do is create more chances for interceptions insane front seven in and Washington. if cameron curl is the ball hawk like he kind of played it to be Dude, he's gonna be a monster next season. I like that one. I like that pick. Yeah, I didn't know. Kind of a sneaky yeah, one. Right? I, I, I didn't know we were going with defense. To be fair, I, I thought about it. I thought about it, but like it's just not as exciting. People like offense now. You know, I was thinking about putting in jumps like Chase Young. I think Chase Young's gonna go crazy next year. But I, was I just trying, kept outside it. of Justin Je- Jefferson. I tried not to take like the super obvious ones. Yeah. So that's another reason why I went with him. But Justin Jefferson was too good to pass up. Right. Yeah, he's so good. All right, let's get to our slumps. I will start this one off, and that's because 
I'm excited to talk about this slump almost. Uh, Chase Claypool. I also have him on my list as well. Chase Claypool. People were really seriously discussing Chase Claypool as like the best rookie wide receiver to like Dude, in the it's beginning. Hard to argue. In that, the beginning, that game one, what 101 yards against Cleveland. He he had 101 against Cleveland in the playoffs and a touchdown. He honestly though he didn't have that great of a year. He had 7 games including the playoffs where he caught a touchdown pass. He he had all his touchdowns in those first few weeks. Yeah, 5 had, of them. Yeah, he had 3 against the Eagles, like congratulations, okay. And that was his only 100-yard game of the season other than that. And he had nine touchdowns. He ran the ball a couple times for, like, at the goal line just to do a little misdirection. So he has two touchdowns, and the longest one was four yards rushing. Chase Claypool, he's going to be a better TikToker than he is going to be a football player by the end of it. And, dude, I'm sorry, but Ben Roethlisberger is not the answer in Pittsburgh. Yeah, why are they bringing him back? Well, because that's... You know, the city's golden boy, in a sense. Get rid of him. Please. Not worth it. I would rather them run out, what's his name? Uh, Haskins. Oh. They I just was, got Dwayne Haskins, too. I was too. talking about uh, Rudolph. Miles. Yeah, I, I'll take Mason Rudolph. What? I, look, I'm just saying, Mason Rudolph sucks. You know, knows how yeah, to, sucks. Knows how to rile up a defense. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's very good <laughs> at that. Yeah, I could imagine. Okay, he really knows how to use his head. Yeah, really yeah, good, yeah. And honestly, Claypool is, is overrated. He got lucky on a lot of stuff because he was a rookie. You know, he actually saw more deep targets than anyone in the NFL last year, which to me is wild. But, I mean, that's really a big portion of those net yards that we were talking about. 62 catches on 109 targets. That's yeah. a lot of times missing the ball, man. Yeah, dude. I I think good. Chase Claypool is bound to be a sophomore slump player. Uh, who's your first sophomore slump? Uh, well, it was Chase Claypool. Okay. But I'll kind of go similar to what you did last time. So we got Chase Claypool. It's time for me to give a running back. First up, it's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Mm. I think that he is going to fall uh, he started off 13 games last year, 181 attempts for 800 yards, 803. So, like, that's a pretty good running. That's about eight yards per attempt. Mm-hmm. But, honestly, like I said before, running backs have probably the hardest time in their second year. You know, teams figure out how they like to move, and they, you know, work their way around that. Also, Kansas City's line's going to be hurt by free agency, dude. And they're we just going to continue during our... Yeah, we talked about it last week. Yeah. So, like, what? How do how does Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, you know, get those yards? The only pro to him in that offense right now is he is a decent little scat back, back there. He can go catch the ball when he needs to. But you're, I think you're completely right about him, too. Not to mention the most obvious, you know, thing... That's a passing-driven team. Yeah, for sure. So he's probably going to get less. And if they decide to platoon, yeah, which they were already doing that initially with uh, with Hilaire, bye. Yeah, there's probably no reason for him to have 
uh, similar luck this year. I think you're right about that one. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Breaking news. Breaking news. Cowboys re-signed Dak Prescott. Oh, okay. Man, dude, I am Nostradamus today. That was pretty good. That was, <laughs> I, good. That was, that was awesome. All just, right. Just going to throw that out there and give During myself the a podcast. nice pat on the back. During the podcast. Yeah. I like it. That's Yeah, sweet. that kind of makes up for the J.J. Watt thing last right. week. Yeah. That so. was, oh, man. <laughs> I, I texted you right after. Yeah. I was like, Fuck! I just knew it. I knew it. All right, your last one. My, I have two more still. Oh, two more. I have My two bad. more still. But why don't I talk a little bit about this second one? Tua instead of two more. Tua. Ugh. Yeah. All right. I think Tua is bound to have another sophomore slump as well. I think Tua is the second best quarterback in Miami's organization. Last year. Well, last year. Yeah. We did talk about that last week, too, as well. He did not show up in the game against the Bills to make it to the playoffs. I don't care. You got to make it to the playoffs, and you got to win the game. Second best team in the AFC. Correct. But he also threw 60 passes. Like, what are they doing? 58 passes. Again, that's not his fault either, man. That's coaching. 20 QBR ratings. Yeah. That was a rough day. It was a rough day. That's Kendall Hinton level. And I want Fitzpatrick to play for Miami forever. I well, I just want him to play forever. Yeah. But I do think, you know, I, again, I said this last week. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick needs to be the big free agent target that they bring back for Miami. And if they do, I can almost guarantee it that Fitzpatrick is going to start, man. Yeah. He give, is a stud. Give Tua just a little more time if you still love him because we've heard all the turmoil between them. But I don't I don't think he's it, man. I, I'm, I'm not sold on him. I don't like left-handed quarterbacks. You switch up the old line a little bit. And he just didn't do anything wowing last year. He was winning, but... As for his performance, I mean, his best games with the most yards, he lost to the Chiefs and the Bills, respectfully. But he had 296 yards and a touchdown against the Bengals. Like, okay, that was a good game. 94 yards and a win against the Raiders. I I didn't like him. I'm going to put, I'm going to agree with you, but I'm also going to put a star there. Because... One of the big teams that are in the market for Deshaun Watson is the Miami Dolphins. And if 
they get Deshaun Watson, 100% Tua Tungavailoa is going to Houston. Yeah, he has and to. And starting. Well, yeah, yeah, I would say yes so, to that. So, you know, like, at that point, is he going to slub? Okay, maybe because, you know, that dumpster fire of Houston. Yeah, there's no chance. Oh, my God, if he's starting in Houston next year instead of Miami. But he's, he's going to have better have stats a... because of it. Mm, I don't think so. Oh, absolutely. Houston's... He's going to have more games to start. Yeah, but I think he's their day one starter next year for Miami right now. Well, if it's, I'm just saying, they got no one else really. Okay, my last person. This might be a hot take one, okay? Okay. Jerry Judy. I think Jerry Judy hmm. is going to fall next Ooh. year. Right? 16 games, 52 receptions for 856 yards, and three touchdowns. Okay. Like, he already doesn't have a super impressive stat line. Because he doesn't have a super impressive quarterback. Exactly. And as of right now, they still plan on rolling out Drew Locke. Okay. Yeah, that's fair, too. Another thing that we don't talk about is they're going to play a pretty difficult schedule next year. What does it start off looking like? Well, first of all, they have the AFC West. You know, that's a major, you know, Right, league. you got to play the Chiefs the twice. Chiefs, the uh, LA Chargers are getting better. I think that they're actually going to make a big jump next year. They're probably the worst team in that division. The Broncos, yeah. Yeah, oh, they, yeah they have to and be the, the worst. And the Las Vegas Raiders are a good team as yeah, well. Yeah, Also, too, they play the AFC North, mm. which is probably the best overall division in in the AFC. Yeah, probably. That's a pretty fair bet. It's a, it's a pretty deep division. And they play the NFC East, which, sure, their offense isn't great, but that NFC East defense are... You know, scary, man. Like, they have great uh, cornerbacks. They have great defensive lines on a lot of them. Like, dude, with Drew Locke? Yeah, Drew Locke is not. I thought he was going to be it, too. I really was. He was fun, but he's not He's not a quarterback in the NFL, unfortunately. Also, Jerry Judy had the highest drop rate in the NFL. The thing about it is, is that I really like Jerry Judy. I I don't think he can necessarily slump because I, he reminds me a lot of like Devonte Adams early in his career. Not saying that's his peak potential, but a guy who's really good at separating, getting away from the ball, getting away from the guys, and eighteen point eight percent drop rate. That's terrible. It's absolutely awful. Worst uh, in the NFL. And on top of that. He had a 25% rate for quarterback incompletion. Damn. Dude. But I want to look at Devontae's numbers oh, sorry. when he started like that. fault incompletion. Okay, yeah. See, it was Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Drew Locke. But, dude, that's that's a huge factor in this, man. And, like, yeah. I, I'm not necessarily saying that Jerry Judy's a bust or anything. But playing with Drew Locke is hurting Jerry Judy. It is. It's definitely hurting him. And... Like you said, they don't really look like they're going to try to go after anyone else. As of either. right now. My last slump is a quarterback again. Okay. Jalen Hurts. Okay. I think, not but super surprising. Not a surprising one because I thought of T. Higgins as my big surprising one, kind of. Okay. To keep it under the radar. 
I didn't make that clear oh. when it came out, oh. but I just wanted to say <laughs> I think Jalen Hurts is not made to play football, and they want to get a weapon with that six overall pick is what a lot of the mock drafts are saying, and they should really just get a quarterback. No. And just call, yeah, they should. I, I, I'm telling you right now, they go wide receiver. And I know that's what it's Actually, saying. They they should go for a lot of things because Philadelphia is also in trouble. But you just trade away Carson Wentz, who was supposed to be your franchise guy when you drafted him. Obviously, it didn't work out. Jalen Hurts for a bridge quarterback is the best case scenario. This quarterback class is deep. In a lot of years, a lot of these guys could be the number one quarterback. Even, you know, Trey Lance, the North Dakota State product that they're uh, super high on, he's ranked like fourth, fifth, sixth in a lot of drafts. They're saying if he came out, you know, two, three years ago, he could be the number one guy in those quarterback classes. Yeah, and that's fair, too. Uh, I don't know. Dude, the locker room really loves Jalen Hurts. I but, think but they're the going stat to play. lines don't. Oh, I, well, I mean, he also had to deal with crazy Doug Peterson drama and yeah. Carson Wentz drama last year too. Now he can finally take the mantle of Philadelphia's quarterback. I, I I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you, but I think I think he might shock people and play, you know, above decent. Could Jalen Hurts if he would have started from the beginning of the season could he have won the NFC East with the Cowboys injury situation? Mm. I could say yes to that. Really? I Over the so. football team? I I think so. Okay. I could say yes to that. He would have done better than Carson in the whole year. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Definitely better than yeah. Carson Wentz. Dude, Carson Wentz was so bad last yeah, year. Yeah, he was. He was and terrible. I, again, I said that last week, too. Or two weeks ago. No, it was last week. I don't think Carson Wentz gets back to form. I think he is broken and will be out of the league within the next two years. Some I heard someone saying that if Deshaun Watson doesn't get traded, they're thinking he's going to retire. And that keeps brewing up. That he's just not going to play and he's going to force himself out of the game because he's really not trying to play for the Houston Texans. I mean, do you want to play for the Houston Texans? Not without Deshaun Watson. My God, I was listening to sports radio yesterday, and someone was the people that were saying that this quarterback or this quarterback should go and play for the Texans is absolute lunacy. People have lost their damn minds, and they could—they don't even get to draft someone, man. They're so bad. They just so blew it. Uh, so bad. They blew it. Ah, oh, that's just tragic. Tragic. So those were our jumps and slumps. Yeah. Do you uh, agree? Yeah. Tell us how you think they were. Um, I liked a lot of yours. I liked the Cameron Curl one. Dude, yeah. he's a monster. Yeah, that was a good one. And the Jerry Judy slump one, I'm a, uh, but I, I have a little bias towards him. I like Jerry Judy. You love Jerry Judy. I think he's got potential. All Antonio right? Gibson could be a very good pick. Yeah, I, I think he was slightly under the radar last year. He mm-hmm. picked up a little at the end, but yeah, I think he's got a shot too. Okay. Uh we're going to make a claim right now. Who has a worse season, Jalen Hurts or Tua Tagovailoa? 
Jalen Hurts. Ooh, I'm going to go Tua. Okay, yeah, we can do that. All right, cool. Yeah, I, I think Jalen Hurts has a worse year than Tua. All right, that was fun. It's time for more fun. We have been doing a deep dive of our sports history, if you would, and we have each come up with five players or athletes that all have interesting nicknames. Yeah, uh, I want you to look at me. Don't look at the screen because I'm going to take a picture real quick. Don't worry, I'm good. And then I'm going to just scroll back up. And now I have them on my phone, so we're good. Oh, I already had them there. So this is how our nickname game is going to work. We are going to give what league they play for, and then the nickname itself. If you need it, we each gave, uh, we each can give each other a small hint. Okay. Just a small one, nothing too crazy. Uh, but I think this should be pretty fun. And I, I do I, have, yeah, I like just it too. in case, I do have a six one. Uh, you know, if you we, uh, I only have five, but I, I feel came, pretty confident that prepared. you wouldn't get this one. So, so, do you want to guess first, or do you want to say your nickname? Let's go first? back and forth. Back okay, and forth. okay. Me first or you first? I'll I'll say this one. I'll I'll start it okay. off. I'll start it off. So this is a Winter Olympian. Oh. Okay. This is the Flying Tomato. I know this one. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? He's one of my favorite people of all time. Sean White. Sean White. The Flying Sean Tomato. White was always one of my favorite guys to watch. I would tune in to the X Games to see the Flying Tomato. Sean White was fun. I had a feeling uh, that you would be drawn into that. Because I thought about grabbing him myself. Well, I saw an interview, his interview, like after Sean he won White's his first great. after he won his first gold medal. Gold medal. 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 <laughs> <laughs> When he won his first gold medal back when he was like 19. <clears throat> and he was like, oh yeah, I was on the plane, man. And they just kept handing me drinks and stuff. And the and the interviewer goes, what, you're 19? He says, I'm talking about Mountain Dews, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was so cool, man. It was, it was a great interview you, moment. You know and, you have to be pretty cool if you're able to host Saturday Night Live. Yeah, Sean White's cool. Sean White's cool, dude. And you remember he busted his face, and then he came back and won the gold the same night. Like, yeah, dog, badass. badass. That was a great choice. Uh, you're, you're, you were unfortunate because I know Sean White. That's all right. I'm not really keeping score, but we can. Well, no, I, I'm not saying we were keeping score, but <laughs> I, because I, I want us to get it right. I, you know, I, I did message you beforehand. Yeah, like, I got, let's not try to go too obscure. Got here. it. Yeah. <laughs> so my first one. Is a uh, professional football player, the Silverback. The Silverback. Uh, do you have a hint prepared? Or I do. Can I ask a question? I have hints for all of mine. Okay. I'm super out. All right. What's your hint? 15 seasons in the league with Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and New England. Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and New England. Mainly Pittsburgh. I'm thinking James Harrison. You are right. Okay. Yeah, yeah those dude. were just the those were the three teams. These like, like that was the nice little sprinkle yeah. look, right? Yeah, that was that helped a lot. Yeah. James Harrison is a freak. And, just, and Silverback is like pretty solid. So apropos. Yeah, that's probably that his dude nickname. is nuts. That should just be his name at this point. I thought he was still playing. I was super disappointed to find out that he retired after the New England Super Bowl loss. Oh. 
I didn't know that either. Yeah. Well, he just still posts workout videos, so I just assume he's, he's still playing. Yeah. I want to see James Harrison do shit all the time. Do you think that he could bench press like one Me? of us? Yeah, hundred yeah. oh, yeah. percent. Probably both of us. Like just Ooh, our both. weight, though. Uh, I mean that's like five hundred pounds, eh, a little under that. Do you think he could yeah. bench press five hundred? Yeah, yeah. That's, still that's for wild. sure, for that's sure. Wild, yeah. What? I can't even believe I said that out loud. For sure he can. For sure he can. All right. Uh, this one's a little bit easier. This is the first one of the easiers out. Oh. But I love this nickname. Okay. AK-47. Oh, I, I know that one too. Andre Kirilenko. That's one of the best nicknames That's in sports. That's super cold. He literally was 47. Yeah. And his name was Andre Kirilenko. And he just said, fuck it, AK-47. That's so cool. Badass. Awesome nickname. Yeah, yeah. I actually loved that nickname. And on top of that, that guy had no personality at all. And he was a weird looking dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love the nickname. Uh, Oddly enough, my next one kind of has a, like, small history with Andre Kirilenko. Right? So that's not the hint. Because it's... Okay. Let me just get Okay, go for it. Go for it. NBA player... Boom Dizzle. Oh, I feel like I've heard this. Boom Dizzle. Yes. He is best known. Well, one of the, one of his major plays in the NBA was dunking all over Andre Kirilenko. That's why I say the small history. Oh, man. I don't even know. I'm too. That's just. Another hint? Too young. Yeah. One okay. more. 13 seasons in the league. With Charlotte, Golden State, the L.A. Clippers, Cleveland, and the New York Knicks. Best known for Golden State. Charlotte, Golden State, best known for Golden State. Boom, Dizzle. Um, I don't know. Monte Ellis? No. But <laughs> another one. Monte Ellis dunking? Uh, maybe. David uh, Lee? Uh, another one is B-Daddy. Is this Baron Davis? Baron Davis! Oh, okay. Yes, dude. B-Daddy. <laughs> I haven't heard either of them, but I don't remember Boom Dizzle. That didn't remember that being yeah. his nickname. That's a good one, too, though. Baron Davis was one of my like favorite players, and really, he had no business being one of my favorites. He was but like, of... he was he was kind of cold. Yeah, he was one of those guys that would just be good for a little bit, yeah. and then it was like, same, oh, well, same tier he's of beating like, up his teammate. Like, same, same tier as, like, Zach Randolph of coolness. Yeah, great, great example. Yeah, great, Zach Randolph, perfect. like, was never going to win anything, and was also one of, like, the scariest players in the league. Like LaMarcus Aldridge. Okay, I, I yeah, that. another one, yeah, another type of thing, that. like today, right there. Mm-hmm. All right, um, I have a football player. All right, Captain Comeback. Ooh, I know this. Oh, I know this. I know this. I've definitely heard this before. I'm gonna get it wrong. Uh, is it Matthew Stafford? It is not Matthew Stafford. Shit. Do you want your hint? Okay, give me my hint. He is. More famous probably for coaching both in the NFL and in college. Uh, At, I'll just say, an NFC West division team and a Big Ten conference team. 
Is that John Harbaugh? Or Jim Harbaugh? Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Apparently his okay. nickname was Captain Comeback. I have definitely heard that before. I, I you know, I listen to Chicago sports radio a lot. So I'm sure they've mentioned it. But that's kind of cool. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was a pretty good one. So I was like, I'm going to keep that one in there. That. I definitely would have got that if I would have taken the, the hint. Yeah. Dang. Mm. Damn it. All right. My next one. Major League Baseball. Okay. The Freak. The Freak in Major League Baseball. I know it's not super wild and crazy, but I wanted to go with Oh, it. oh, I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. You're gonna you're gonna think I'm gonna get it wrong. I know it. It's Tim Lincecum. There you go. Hey. That was one of my easier ones. Yeah, I thought, like yeah. I thought that was a, a pretty fun. Tim Lincecum. Tim Lincecum was the three time World Series champion. Two time Cy Young. Is he a Hall of Famer? Nah, he can't be. But nah, he, he should didn't play be. Long enough. I he, know, but he should. He be. He was so bad in those like Angels years and like the end of uh, his San Francisco Giant. Years. If he had the same career accolades as an NBA player value, he'd be, in, like, as in the NBA, he'd be a Hall of Famer in the NBA. Like, okay. if you win the MVP, the Cy Young, twice, well, he had that... and you win three titles, you're 100% in the well, dude, he had NBA that, Hall that of Tommy Fame. John surgery and was done. Well, and he used to come out firing, like, uh, 97, I 98. Tim Lincecum, When he dude. had the long, greasy hair. He was and, so cool. Yeah. And then he he didn't even throw his no hitter until he like shaved his head and it was like two no work. hitters. He has two of them. Two. So he's in the Hall of Fame. Come <laughs> on, put him in the Hall, man. He was on the did cover of that? like MLB 2K. That yeah. should be another thing. Oh yeah, Just come on, up, baby. That's what I mean. <laughs> All right, I have another football player. Okay, the molester. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Lester the Molester Hayes. Lester Hayes. Um, uh, I told you I was going to have one that you had. <laughs> I had it down. Like, NFL Street Legend in our house. <laughs> um, we do love EA Sports Big. I didn't like actually know that was his nickname. I think I remember yeah. us like just calling him that jokingly while we're playing it. Maybe. I don't remember even but, like, doing that. But, but like... His name was actually the molester. Like, who would have thought? Because mm-hmm. he was a, all up on you, dog. That's even more reason just to not. Not. It was a Do you know what's the crazier thing though? What's he that? is not in the Hall of Fame. What? Five time, uh, five time Pro Bowler, two time NFL champion, nineteen eighty Defensive Player of the Year. That guy. Oh, get him in the Hall too. But what? You know why? Because uh, he had stickum. Oh, yeah. For so did Jerry before, Rice. Well, except here's the thing. He did that before Stickum got banned. So I like that. I think that's crazy. I think you bring him in. Man. Put him in the hall. I'm what? Sorry. Yeah, he deserves to be there too. Well, good. Like I said, I, I'm glad I All had right. my backup one. Okay, well, I'll look up one real quick while you're saying another one to me. Well, I, ha- I have my backup, like I said. Oh, that's okay. right. Yeah, yeah, then you can do five. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. My next one is another NBA player, Obi Wan. Is that Obi Toppin? No. This you're actually going to love this for Obi-Wan. how awesome. Four-time NBA champion. That's my hint for you. Who the what? Like also a one-time sixth man of the year. Obi won one-time sixth man of go, the year. Go off of the, the last name. 
I don't got it. I don't know. Manu Obi-Wan Ginobili. That is not. What? Isn't that awesome? I didn't know that was his nickname, dude. Isn't that Why an awesome he? nickname? The NBA has some of the best nicknames that players just oh, well, don't. Dude, like, that's what they all give golf. They, they just don't do it. And that needed to be said every time he was on TV. Dude, I didn't even know that. I never knew that as well. But when I was doing my research for this and I saw it, I was like, I have to write this down. That's a great nickname. This is nickname. the coolest nickname I have ever seen. That, Granted, yeah, I'm a nerd, but you yeah, know. they. Oh, well, right. The Star Wars reference, that was all for you. Yeah. Yes. Too. I get it. I get it. Yeah. There's a lot of great nicknames I saw when we were going through all this and... I just wrote down, other than AK-47, pretty much nicknames I didn't even know were their nicknames, but I thought they were really fun. Yeah. Um, so I have one more. This is an MLB player. Okay. I think you're going to get this one, but I didn't know this until then. The Flying Hawaiian in the MLB. Oh. Okay, I'm... I'm... Slightly taken aback because I was prepared for you to say the big donkey, which is Adam Dunn, if you didn't know that. No. Yes. No. no. Yes, dude. Adam, Adam Dunn, Dunn is the big donkey. Six straight years of 40 homers in the MLB, <laughs> but not okay. the flying, flying Hawaiian. Flying Hawaiian. Oh. I don't know of Hawaiian baseball. Play. Is, this, is this Johnny Damon? No, but that is... This guy is... Of similar tier baseball player of Johnny Damon. That can't be your hint. Similar tier. Okay, that's not going to be your hint. But he was also a World Series champion in which Cole Hamels won the World Series MVP that year. Oh, so that's a, is that a Philadelphia Philly, right? Yep. Uh, oh, I do not remember anyone outside of Ryan Howard, Chase Utley, and Cole. Is it Chase Utley? No, keep going. That's literally it. Shane Victorino. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, Yeah, I totally forgot about Shane Victorino. Honestly, if you would have told me that it was like, because what was he, like a New York Met or something like that as well? I don't remember. Honestly, dude, Shane Victorino totally lost in my catalog of – of MLB players. I think he's kind of like, at his peak, I'm he sorry. was a Johnny Damon. I'm sorry. Johnny Damon's better than Shane Victorino. Probably. On the whole. as Yeah, his whole career. He play, he was valuable for a lot of teams, too. Damon and Victorino was only like that for yeah. the Phillies. Because Johnny but, Damon was huge for that Red Sox team as well. Didn't he play in Oakland, too, before it? Maybe. For the Moneyball teams? Maybe. Okay, my last one. NFL. Mr. Ed. Hmm. Mr. Ed. Who? That's not Jones. Mr. Ed. So, who? Uh, give me your hint. 2000s college football Hall of Famer and 2004 NFL Hall of Famer. Mr. Ed. 2000s. I have no idea. John Elway. Who called him that? Okay, well, it's pretty obvious. You're also young, so maybe that's why you don't get it. Mr. Ed was a horse back in the day. It was like a TV show horse that talked. 
Also, he was, he was a TV show whore back in the horse. day. Horse, horse, horse. Oh okay, my God, I'm gonna okay. slap you. All right. Uh, and obviously, I think they got the name because he played for the Denver Broncos. But also, John Elway is very Equinus. He looks like a horse. Yeah, a little so bit. So I chalk that up more than anything. Mm, that would be tough if that was why. <laughs> I well, you know, we, we'll never know. Yeah, but. I guess not. But he's got a lot of money too. I like that. I, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, know that one dude, either. Mr. Ed. That was a lot of good nicknames. There was a lot of them that I did not get to say, and I'm a little disappointed in myself, but... There yeah. was a lot... Of, yeah, there was definitely a lot of good ones. We could definitely bring this segment back in a couple weeks, I think. Booger to... McFarland, man. Come on, Booger. Yeah, right. I mean, there were so many that I didn't even know that that wasn't their real names. Big Donkey. Big Donkey. I'm <laughs> <Adam> done. I'm <laughs> done. I so love that, dude. All right, well... That's going to be our episode for today. It sounds like we played a lot of good fun games. We told you a little bit about what we think for second year players. Um, it was a good one. I thought it was pretty smooth. I had a lot of fun with this. Yeah, this episode. was a good episode. I I liked it a lot. This was episode 5. Comment down below um who do you think about your favorite rookies on your favorite teams? How are they going to do next season? And then tell us about your least favorite rookies on your least favorite teams and how you think they're going to be terrible next year because you're biased. How many nicknames did you get correct? Also, if there is anyone that we forgot, please let us know because I'm a little bit mad that I didn't get to mention Vinny the Microwave Johnson. Or our nickname back in high school, both when we both played football in homage to Frank Winters, bag of donuts yeah tell us your nickname back when you were in high that school one's great that's a great one that's gonna be our show for the day yep this is asap mitchell and the snowman we're signing off peace they tell me i should fix my grill because i got money now I ain't gon' sit around in front like I ain't thought about it A perfect smile is more appealing, but it's funny how My shit is crooked, look at how far I done got without it I keep my twisted grill just to show the kids it's real We ain't picture perfect, but we worth the picture still I got smart, I got rich, and I got bitches still And they all look like my eyebrows, thick as hell Love yourself, girl, or nobody will Though you a woman, I don't know how you deal With all the pressure to look impressive and go out in heels I feel for you, killing yourself to find a man that'll kill for you You wake up, put makeup on, stare in the mirror But it's clear that you can't face what's wrong No need to fix what God already put his paintbrush on Your roommate yelling, why you gotta take so long? What it's like to have a crooked smile Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.